It's a little extra Lambo coming to you live from the Palatial Podcast Studios right here, Spokane, Washington. How is everybody doing today? It was not raining. The wind was blowing a little bit today here in Spokane, but it's that bitter cold, man. It is, I think we have a low of 22 tonight. Man, for everybody who has been planting, everybody who has been getting their seedlings out, it I, it's too early, obviously, but it it sucks for those for those plants right now because everybody was excited. They got the planters out, they got the soil set, they got the moisture content just right, and everybody was planting. I saw it all over my Instagram. I saw it all over my Facebook. I saw it on you know on the on the TikToks. And then this bitter cold comes through. So hopefully you were able to procrastinate and wait a little bit before getting those seeds in the ground like I did because I procrastinated and I wanted to get mine in and I have not yet. So maybe I got lucky. But anyway, so hopefully hopefully those of you who had plant, planted seeds, they will continue to grow. So my best friend Brooks... I know he just planted, or he just built a bunch of planters, but he's over there in Moses Lake and got his planters set up. He's got a drip system for some water, and they look pretty badass. So he's gonna have he's gonna have a bunch of stuff. But we had the conversation today about canning. How are we gonna, how are we gonna preserve this stuff if we ever lose a power grid? And and I'm not. This is the the show is going to be completely different. What I'm talking about, but if we if we lose the power, we got to make things last. Learning how to can and prepare and store food is going to be most crucial. And that's that's with any you know any natural disaster. We have a we have a might happen to have a tornado that comes through, earthquakes. We have volcanoes up here in the Pacific Northwest. Anything like that that's going to happen, we have the possibility possibility of losing a power grid, and we need to be prepared for that. So canning, getting back to what our grandmas and grandpas used to do of canning, is I think is a very vital skill that he's just starting to look into. I'm going to do the same thing of trying to make your food last as long as you can and, and, and prepare for you know, what, what we need to do to have our food storage last longer. And I think canning is a, is a good source to use. So that's what he's working on. Um, again, uh, the, the planters and learning how to plant your own food. If you go back to our, our survival series, uh, shows and learning how to plant foods, what seeds work best in what soils and all of that stuff. I hope you, you guys found those shows helpful and you can use them. For your survival needs. Um, today's show is going to be a spin-off over, uh, uh, you know, from the Red Flag series, from the Green Flag show that we did last week. I got a couple questions that were sent to me of, of why are we doing all this? Why are we talking about this? Why are we needing to make men aware of the red flags and the green flags? And, and how do these rules come about? Well, I'm going to introduce you to a man. Uh, his name is Rolo Tomasi. I do not have him in studio, if that's what you were wondering. A, a Rolo Tomasi. Um, he has a blog called The Rational Male. Uh, you can find it at therationalmail.com. And he wrote a book series. 
Uh, it's called the Rational Male series. The first book is the Rational Male. Uh, the second book is Preventive Medicine. The third one is Positive Masculinity, and the fourth one is Religion. The Nine Rules of Tomasi is not a controversial, but it is a talked about set of rules that men need to use in their life, especially young men. Um, young men, before they jump into relationships that are lifelong, long term. These men end up wasting their time, losing half of their their assets, losing their children, and making mistakes when it comes to women. They need to understand these nine rules, um, and we're going to go over them. But the the rules come from the, the the rules are all in that first book, the Rational Male book, and it didn't just you know I'm. It, it, uh, Rolo just didn't go, you know what, I'm going to write nine rules. He didn't do that. He had his blog, and he had has had several conversations, one-on-ones with men, and this is from 2002 to 2011, just conversations, and then the, the common problems. Once you start identifying problems that every male has, you start kind of compiling your own list. Well, this is a common theme, and this is a common theme, and this is a common theme. And then you start, I don't know, maybe creating a list. <laughs> the nine rules of Tomasi. And it, it so it wasn't just a, you know, he went down to his, his basement and, and started writing out nine rules. This is over, a you know, almost a 10-year period from 2002 to 2011. And... You know, the rules just kind of, they kind of make sense. They're, they're not, you know, rules to live by. They're more suggestions that you should probably look at and see how you can apply. You don't need to apply all nine. You know, it's, they're, they're suggestions. It is definitely not a step-by-step plan, and he will tell you that. Uh, I've seen him in several different interviews, and that is one thing he says. It is not a step-by-step plan. These are these are suggestions. These are things that you should probably look at and see how you can apply them to your life. The nine rules of Tomasi. Uh, rule number one, and I have talked about this many times when it has come to the red pill, when it has come to masculinity, when it has come to, to being an alpha male, and that is your frame. Your frame is everything. Your frame is how you built your life. Your frame is how you conduct your life. What you want to have in your life. That is your frame. Your frame is everything. Always be aware of the subconscious balance of whose frame in which you are operating. So if a woman comes into your life, you still have your frame. You still have your goals. You still have your mission. Don't quit your life just because a woman came into your life. A world, a woman does not revolve around, you do not revolve around your woman. Your woman is a part of you. Your woman is now entering your frame. So be aware of whose frame that you are operating in. Always control the frame. Be resistant giving the impression that you are in somebody else's frame. You keep your frame. If you are a guy who has goals of saving money, of a guy who has plans of, 
you know, maybe retiring early of, of having a second house, of having a vacation home, of having, you know, whatever. And you're, you're working overtime and you're, you're saving up this money. Don't give in. And that's your lifestyle. Don't give in to having a woman in your life. Now take away from you working as hard as you can, improving yourself, improve, you know, working upon your goals. That's your frame. Keep it. A woman does not take away from your frame just because she wants you to not work overtime to you know keep your goals pushed down. You had a plan of working as much as you could because the money is probably really good and you're able to save that for the end goal. Rule number one, frame is everything. Your frame is everything. Rule number two, never... Under pain of death, honestly or dishonestly, reveal the number of women that you have been with and explain the details of your experiences with them to your current lover. Never, ever, 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 ever talk about numbers. When she says, how many have you been with? What's your number? Don't know. Doesn't matter. The only number that matters right now is that me and you are together. Your number does not matter. You do not start talking about numbers. And this is why. Because women by nature are jealous. Women by nature cannot just let things go when they do not have control over what you are saying. So if you give a number of 65, you give a number of 42, you give a number of whatever. Now her mind is going, all right, where do I stack up? Where am I at in this lineup? Where, you know, anything that can, that can be negative in that conversation is already being thought about in her head. And really, it doesn't matter. It does not matter where she is in that lineup and the numbers. I don't care about your number. You should not, definitely should not care about my number. That was in our past. I want to know your number to have you to know your commitment level. I don't want you to be run through, but this conversation just does not need to happen. It, nothing good can come from this conversation because of how the jealousy works. It's just, it's in their nature. It is, it is apparent and it is a conversation that just does not need to happen. I would live by that rule. I would not take that as a suggestion. I would, Just brand that on you. Do not talk about your numbers. Rule number three, any woman who makes you wait for sex or by her actions implies she is making you wait for sex, the sex is never worth the wait. If a woman is holding bedtime fun away from you, if she's using it as a weapon against you, it's not going to be great, number one. Number two, it should not be used as a weapon. As soon as she starts using that as a weapon, deuces, be gone. Be gone. A woman is very powerful when it comes to allowing you to have bedtime fun with her. You are the controller of the relationship. You're the one that says, basically says that we are... You know, we can be in a relationship. A woman will use that against you. 
And if a woman is holding it from you, then you just need to leave because it's not going to get better. She can use that as a power against you. Rule number four, never under any circumstance live with a woman you aren't married to or are not planning on being married to within six months. And this is an interesting rule because today we seem to, within three months, the person that you're dating, you move in together. It's all too common. And then it creates chaos because now you're, you're sort of stuck. You're sort of stuck in that relationship where she's living with you and it's not just, all right, I'm done, I'm moving out. You have a lease. You have other obligations. You got used to having half of the bills paid. You are now stuck. Trust me on this. You do not want to move in with somebody you are not planning on marrying in the next six months. Do I believe that you should probably live together before you get married? I think in today's age of social media, of all these apps, of behind-your-back conversations on cell phones, I think that you should. I think that having that opportunity to really understand what this woman is like before committing and making a mistake and knowing the faults and red flags and really getting to see the person, you know, the without the clothes on, let's just say. We're going to use that as a, as a euphemism. You want to know what she's actually like. Women are very good at being deceiving. They can put on a straight face and they can be, you know, prim and proper for six months and everything's the greatest and then the real them starts coming out. They can't hide it. They can't cloak themselves forever. The real them will come out. I dated a girl once that she was great. She was not what everybody else said that she was. She did not show me that side of her. And in six months, maybe five months, it came out. A woman can only hide herself for so long before the real her comes out. So I do believe in women. Now, you would, you talk to your grandparents. Your grandparents would say, now it's, you need to wait, and as soon as you're married, then you start living together. But I think now, you know, times are times are different. But if you're not planning on living with marrying somebody within six months, you do not need to live with them. Do not trap yourself in a relationship that will jeopardize your future. It is not worth it. Number five, never allow a woman to be in control of the birth. In this one, after being a father of three, two beautiful daughters that I have and a son, this one, I, I, I understand the meaning behind it, but uh, you know, as you're looking back, you don't want the woman to, you, you don't want the woman to say, I don't want this baby anymore. And then, and then an abortion happens. You don't want that woman to say that. You still need to be in control of, if you don't want it, at least let me take it, if you want this child. But when it comes to naming it, when it comes to the arrangements for it, you need to still be in control of that. Take control of your household. I've been saying this for a very long time, men. Take control of your household. The house 
the man the 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 house and the bills and everything else that needs to be controlled by you. The planning needs to be controlled by you, not controlled. I guess that's the wrong word to use. It needs to be, it needs to be led by you. That baby is half yours. Never forget that man. Uh, number six of the iron rules of Tomasi. Women are utterly, utterly incapable of loving a man in the way that the man expects to be loved. Um, the exploit goes. In, in its simplicity, this speaks volumes about the condition of men. It accurately expresses a, a pervasive nihilism that men must either confront or accept or be driven insane by the denial for the rest of their lives. When they fall... When they fail to come to terms with the delusionment, women are incapable of loving men in the way that men idolize. So this is where communication between the two of you really matters because you want her, you want her to come out and just tell you what's wrong. If she wants something done a certain way, you want her just to come out and say, this needs to be done a certain way. You're having bedtime fun. You want it, you know, she wants it a certain way. She needs to tell you the way that she wants it. You need to communicate with her as well. If you are not being loved correctly, if you are not being loved the way that you want to be loved, men, you need to communicate that with her. Because two things happen. You become resentful and you start wandering. However it is, you start wandering, but it will happen. And then you start separating. This is why you don't move in with somebody. This is a great rule to go back to when it says, do not live with somebody you're not planning to marry in six months. It's because of this. Because when she isn't loving you the way that you expect to be loved, now you start separating. So you definitely need to communicate that with her as well as she needs to, you know, communicate the things that she needs communicated with her. Quick break in the show. I just wanted to bring to light the two sponsors. So little extra Lambo podcast, crave eats, drinks, nightlife, downtown Spokane, along with dry fly distilling. They are also downtown Spokane, Washington. You're not going to find a better place to go and hang out, have some food, have some cocktails, have some draft drinks and those jello shots, but also check out that menu there at Crave. Say hello to Jacob and the staff. Be sure to tip your waiters. Dry fly distilling. Get that vodka. Get the bourbon. Get the whiskey and those canned cocktails. Also, get down there to my guy Randy. Randy Arts. Serving up some amazing food there in the kitchen. And you can also see the new venue that they have there. It's the old Spokane uh, Tribune building is where it's at and it is completely remodeled it looks amazing go check it out downtown Spokane Crave Eats Drinks Nightlife and Dry Fly Distilling Rule number 7 involves dating it is always time and effort better spent developing new fresh prospective women than it will ever be in obtaining and reconstructing a failed relationship. Never root through the trash once the garbage has been dragged to the curb. You get messy, your neighbors will see it, 
and what you thought you were dragging back in is never this never as valuable as you thought that it once was this goes to relationships who you have been a part of you break up you work things out and you think it's going to be so much better than the last time it might happen the second time you get back together maybe sometimes but the third, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, there's a reason that those times have happened. It's just not working out. There is something there that is just not working out. Rule number seven, stay away from the reoccurring relationship of the same person. That relationship has something within it that's toxic. That relationship has something in it that just is not working. And then you're now trying to force it to happen. Rule number seven, I think, can happen in a lot, a lot of relationships to where I think more people would be happy with their partner had they abided by this this rule. Men, stop going back to the woman that you have tried over and over and over with when it is just not going to work. You cannot fit a square peg into a round hole. And that's what this is trying to keep you from doing. Rule number seven should be applied to every young man who starts dating, who starts spinning plates with other women before settling down. Understand that you get one shot, maybe two, and that is it. There should not be a third, a fourth, a fifth, a sixth. It's just not going to work. We have all done it. We have all done it. And as you look back, you can see that's where the mistake was. That's where it's not working out. Nope, then then the fourth time. Yep, that's what it was. I should have learned that the third time and not done that. We all make that mistake. It always happens but learn from it so that way you do not continue the cycle. Eventually you have to walk away for your sanity, for your happiness. You have to walk away. Trust me. There are other fish in the sea that you can go fishing for and your lifestyle and the person you're with, you're going to be much happier with. Trust me on this. Rule number eight. Always let a woman figure out why she won't fuck you. Never do it for her. And I don't mean bedtime fun. I mean overall. You're not going to let her fuck you. She has, because of your frame, your strong alpha frame, it doesn't matter what she thinks she has over you with her looks, with her personality, with her sex appeal, with her body, she that those things do not matter when it comes to her holding things against you what she is offering should not take away from who you are in all of these rules there is a part of it that kind of solidifies this number 8 what she is bringing to the table if it happens to leave it should not take from you Remember, a woman complements your life. She does not take from your life. She does not complete your life. A woman complements your life. She is entering your frame for a reason. You're not entering hers. So when I say 
when I say always let a woman figure out why she won't fuck you in the end. She's not going to hurt you when she leaves. She's not yours forever. She's just yours right now. Men, young 20-year-old men, she is not yours forever. She's yours right now. And this is 85% of the women out there. They will monkey branch. They will find a, a better option. They will find a better tree to swing on. And when that happens, do not let it affect you. Take your couple days to console yourself. Take your couple days to mourn. And then get back onto your goals. Get back into what you set out to do from the very beginning. That's why we have our frame. That's why we have our goals that we're trying to achieve. A woman complicates our lives. A woman, a woman will try to complicate our lives and take us from our goals. And this is probably not worded the best, but you're not going to let that woman affect you when she leaves. And she will leave. That, that is just, the branch is always stronger on the other tree. So she's going to swing over there. That's just how it goes. But do not let her body, do not let her ambitions, do not let her self take away from who you are when it comes to her leaving. Rule number nine, never self-deprecate any under any circumstances. This is definitely a kiss of death when you self-initiate and is the antithesis of the prize mentality. When you hold her on a pedestal, you are now taking from yourself. You are now taking from your frame. When you stop living your life to make hers more, and she's put on that pedestal, you have now lost everything that you have done. You have turned into that complete douche that women do not want to be a part of. Because now, she's looking out above the crowd. Once she's on that pedestal, she's looking out upon that crowd, and she's going to go, I don't really need you anymore. Let's see who else I can find. Now, there's a difference there of, there's a difference there of having a woman that is by your side, the woman who has that burning desire. You still need to treat her well. You still need to treat her right, appreciate her. But do not take away from yourself to make her more. How many times have you talked to a man who was in school? Let's say he wanted to become a nurse. He wanted to become an architect met a girl she was in school she was becoming a nurse and you stopped going because she was going and oh well we just wanted to get her degree done first how many times have you talked to these men who have stopped doing pursuing their goals and then they never went back and finished up because it was all about her oh well now i'm graduated now I've got my, my job that I've wanted. Now let's buy a house. Let's have a baby. Let's do all this stuff. When, when do you get to go back to school to finish up what you wanted to do? Young men, do not take away from yourself to make her more. Do not hold her on that pedestal and stop being the alpha male that you are. Do not take away from your frame to build hers higher. She should 
complement your life. She should be by your side. You should not hold her. My favorite saying is once you treat her like a celebrity, she's going to treat you like a fan. Meaning, once you start holding her up here in this upper echelon, she's going to look down upon you and you are no longer at her level. You have taken yourself out of that ball field and now you're in the parking lot. Do not make yourself less to make her more. Those are the nine rules. Uh, again, they are they they should not be used. You can, but you don't have to use them on a day to day basis. You should not use them and apply all nine to your life. You should use these rules as they come about. But what have we learned through? the different shows of the red pill, of the red flags, of the green flag show. You have to make yourself a solid foundation for every relationship that you're in. Do not change who you are just because somebody else entered into your life. Do not take away from what you are, what your goals are, what you're building for, just because somebody else came into your life. She needs to understand the frame that you are building. She needs to understand the goals that you have. She needs to understand the direction in which you're going. And if it doesn't work out, men, do not take away from yourself. Do not take away from your future, your goals, your passions, your interests just to satisfy what she wants to do, what she wants in her life, what she wants for her future. The right partner will fit perfectly beside you and you both go through your goals, your interests, your passions together. Do not take away from yourself to make her more. And if the best piece of advice I can give to any young man out there is write out your goals, write out your passions. Those goals will change, but make yourself a list. I want to be retired by 45 or 50. Uh, I would love to own a brand new sports car. I would love to own a fishing boat. I would love to have a second home. Create your goals and your passions and then figure out how you're going to obtain them. How are you going to create your first million dollars? How are you going to create your second million dollars? How am I going to own a business by myself? What interest do I have that I can obtain my goals as fast as I can or as efficiently as I can? And then we can bring another partner in. We can bring that woman that we want to fall in love with into our lives. But do not take away from your goals and your passions just because she wants you to, just because she has come into your life. A woman compliments your life. She does not take from it. Men, married men, take control of your household. I'm sure that you had these passions and these desires and you have let them slip by. You come home from work. 
sit down, you grab a beer, you sit down on the couch, you turn on Family Guy, I don't know, whatever fucking cartoons are out there that you guys watch. Have direction, have passion, have something you're going for. And if you had goals before, refire them up. Have direction, take control of your family, lead your families. Become the man that sh- that she fell in love with originally. Be that man again. Stop being the turd that most men are today. This country is in the problem that it's in because of men like you who just come home, they sit on their ass, they get yelled at, they get told what to do, and they do not have control of their families. They are not leading their families. Men, take control, take lead of your families. I cannot stress this enough. I cannot say it enough. And I'm going to keep saying it until people start listening and and doing it. Lead your family's men. There's a couple of... God, I fucking hate TikTok. There's a couple of videos out there that, you know, they got these sissy men with these nails on. No man, no man wears nails. Come on now. And they're saying that men don't need to be not dominant. Men are supposed to be submissive. Somebody needs to bitch slap that guy. Somebody needs to bitch slap that guy because men are supposed to be dominant. Men are supposed to be alpha. Men are supposed to lead. Men, take control. Lead your families. Get back on the horse. Get back on your passions. Get back on your desires. Do what you want to do that makes you happy. Find what works. Find what interests and passions that you have pushed to the side. Find them again. Make your life whole again because a strong male in the house makes for a strong household. I just, I cannot say this enough, guys. Thank you for listening. That has been the show, the Rolo Tomasi's Nine Rules of the Rational Male series. Check his books out. They are on Amazon. Uh, I'm sure if you get onto the uh, rationalmail.com, you can definitely find those there as well. Uh, they are on Amazon. That's that's how I came up with the names of the books. Um, I wanted to find out release dates, but that was just too much research. It didn't matter. <laughs> so uh, they are on Amazon. Check them out. Um, also, uh, Richard Cooper has a book out called The Unplugged Alpha. Check that book out too. Lots of great stuff in there, men. Start taking back your families. Start taking back your lives and your futures. Check out The Rational Mail. Check out The Unplugged Alpha from Richard Cooper. And keep listening to my podcast. Listen back to the, the past shows. Apply them to your life. Email the show, extralambo at gmail.com. Ask whatever questions you want. If you disagree with me, disagree with me. Send me an email, and we'll talk about it on air. Uh, Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button for me. If you can leave a review, leave me that five-star review. Also, check out Nomad Pro Customs, the military veteran-owned company for your baseball gloves, softball gloves, batting gloves. There is some other merch there. Check them out. It is a military veteran-owned company. Let's give back to the people who have protected our asses. 
This is a little extra Lambo. I am your host. Peace.